0: Thank you for listening to or watching the episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a video and talk about the pinnacle power grind in Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. Uh, you can come into the Twitch stream. We're having these conversations daily. I'm usually live when these go out. Saynotorage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. If you're watching on YouTube, an easy way to support me is hitting like and subscribe as well. So the pinnacle power grind has become a point of criticism and complaint in the community, it's really, really slow. If you're unfamiliar with what this is, basically the max gear score you can get is 950. People are going to get really confused on this and run to the comments to be like, I'm 968, or talking about the actual gear score. So when you look here and you hold down left trigger on a controller, I'm 950 plus 13 so you have to subtract the artifact so the artifact is not what we're talking about in this video if you go to my comments and tell me that you're 978 or 960 i don't want my talk i'm talking about you're not listening okay you got it's it's a gear score the pinnacle grind is for pieces like this, a 951. Once you hit 950, you start to get pieces that go beyond the 950. 960 being the absolute highest a piece of gear can drop in the game. It cannot go beyond 960. You obviously can get beyond 60 because of the actual artifact. That's why I'm 963 right now. So keep in mind, that's what this entire video is about. So, the three sections. True 960 is the first section only the artifact is the second section and we're going to end by saying is this good or bad so true 960 A true 960 gear score with no artifact has actually been crunched by a handful of people on Reddit and I believe Datto has done it as well. It's actually unachievable this season. There is literally not enough time and not enough drops for you to hit 960. Now, I know they could turn the faucet on and suddenly give us a swath of sources for pinnacle gear, but at the moment it seems that that's not the intention. They just seem to be really limiting it. You gotta get plus ones. You gotta have really really good RNG and even then, I I think the average player who has really really good luck is likely to end the season at 955 956 gear score again that's before the artifact small amounts of plus one drops really seems to be designed to be a slow burn this is something that's supposed to take you i believe multiple seasons they didn't make that clear going into that so i believe that's where a lot of the criticism is stemming from people are looking at this grind and saying what on earth i'm never going to hit 960 before the end of the season why is this taking so long bungie has been incredibly radio-silent about that. I I think that's going to give credence to my theory. A lot of people are in disagreement with me about my theory that I'm going to get to in just a moment, but Bungie has been incredibly radio-silent about this. There's even some lines in Luke Smith's Director's Cut Part 2 that we read today that seems to indicate the artifact is the main means of leveling beyond Shadowkeep, and that 960 is like a really, really slow burn, long-term goal. I think the indication here is that power leveling is actually changing season to season in Luke Smith's director's cut part two he indicates that they really want to revamp power leveling they're still not all that happy with it and if people remember before you run to the comments and tell me I'm stupid I'm there this is there's no way they're getting rid of power bump every season keep in mind something that we're already forgetting the annual pass that went from Forsaken to Black Armory to Drifter to Menagerie, one of the most consistent pain points and complaints in the community was that left leveling was not fun. People didn't like chasing milestones. They got sick of RNG leveling. It became such a pain point, and there were so many people not at max power at a new season. They had to come up with surge bounties, and they had to come up with a surge quest. It seems to me that that pain point became so pronounced in the community that they decided to change the leveling, and you can see proof of that in shadow keep 900 is a breeze people hit 950 like it was nothing 950 gear score was hit by a lot of us without even breaking a sweat i didn't even really try to get 950 gear score and i got it on all three characters i was not exhausting my milestones i wasn't touching crucible or gambit i was not going into every section of the game to make sure i got all my powerfuls every week and all three of my characters are 950 across the board before the artifact people are hitting 950 like it's nothing they're hitting 900 by blinking an eye and playing through the campaign they have completely restructured leveling and i think there's a reason for that so let's talk about only the artifact this is where people jump off the train and think that i'm crazy i do not think we are getting a level bump on our gear for the rest of the year i think all of year three you are either at 950 gear score or the max of 960 which is going to span multiple seasons you aren't going to hit 960 in this season you probably might hit it next or maybe after that it's going to be a very very slow burn 960 is meant to be a capstone it's meant to be a badge of honor it's meant to be a rarity that is not seen at all anytime soon okay i believe the power level grind that you are going to be doing every season is the artifact and there's a lot of reasons that i think this number one the grind to 960 is slow, which means if they suddenly bumped power gear power score next season, that would barely be an advantage. If suddenly next season, Paul Tassie disagrees with me. He's on the he's on the Rages Roundtable. He thinks they're gonna bump it by 50. If suddenly gear can go up to a thousand in the winter season, season of dawn, anybody who got to like 955 That is not an advantage. That's barely an advantage. People are going to pass them, tie them, and catch up to them in no time if they bump us to a thousand gear score next season, making the pinnacle grind completely superfluous. Why would anybody even care about that? It's an entire capstone structure that's been built that would be immediately undercut and invalidated as soon as next season starts because a couple of level bumps from your pinnacle isn't going to do hardly anything for you as soon as they do a big power bump right there like right there right right there i can't talk the other thing you ought to consider is leveling has now been completely changed with respect to the artifact and the season pass the artifact and the season pass are based on xp And if you remember, this was one of the main things the community was asking for. I want to level simply by playing the game. I want to go to a more traditional XP leveling grind. I'm sick of having to chase milestones. I'm sick of needing boots and getting eight weapons in a row. I am tired of this leveling. The leveling has been not enjoyable, not celebrated, not praised. It's been criticized for 12 months and they have gone to a leveling system where every season you're going to look at your artifact and you're going to look at your season pass, you're going to grab bounties, you're going to gravitate to anything that has XP. That's going to be your level grind. You do have a power grind every season, but it is not going to be one where you are just bouncing around from milestones to milestones especially considering that one of the main points of interest every season is going to be the artifact there's going to be brand new mods brand new ways to change your loadout change the way that you feel things for your guns things for your armor as well as the potential power bump that comes from it and that's running parallel to the season pass which is that steady trickle of loot for just playing the game and leveling up i'm at 93 right now and i play at a pretty good clip i don't grab a whole lot of bounties i've not done a whole lot of nightfalls if any so i'm not getting those big xp deliveries which is why i'm probably behind uh, a lot of other people you might expect me to see me already at 100 by now but i'm not quite there yet You also have to consider, there's another piece of this, I'm trying to make as many points as I can to really make it clear, to set your expectations, that I really don't think we're getting a gear score uh, every season. The power structure for Nightfall the Ordeal and the power structure for Nightmare Hunts seems built for exactly what I'm talking about. The highest level being 980, 950 being Legend. This right here doesn't have to change because anybody who's 950 and loses their artifact can still run Legend. This is still above you as far as a Delta and you're going to want to either go in there and take it slow or grind your artifact back up again to get within the Delta to have a little bit of an easier time. The power structure of the Nightfalls, the power structure of the Nightmare Hunts, the consistent complaint from the community about leveling, the leveling of the artifact, the leveling of the season pass with XP, I believe all signs point to that's our level season to season. You're not chasing gear season to season. Well, why are they capping infusion fuel? I don't understand why they would do that if we're not getting a power bump every season. That's exactly why they're capping infusion fuel so you don't spend the next 12 months saving up all of your infusion fuel and enhancement cores and everything else. Like They've kind of, de- they've kind of deviated from that. I mean, you can buy the 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 upgrade modules and you can obviously grind like crazy for enhancement cores but a lot of your enhancement core grind and everything else is going to be spent on armor 2.0 and level 10ing all of your armor lastly let's say is this good or bad this is where people really really don't understand i don't think the actual value of leveling i had somebody tell me this morning if they do this lono i'm done i'm not going to play anymore i don't understand that sentimentality i have literally hit 950 gear score in just a couple of weeks It's a value point that doesn't even last for half of the season for most of the players that are most motivated by it. I don't think casual players give a frick about this. I think they would much rather level the artifact and the season pass every season and not fall behind. I left out one more important point. Seasons are now a la carte. Seasons being a la carte and people falling behind and always being behind an ever-increasing end game power structure, if you move the 950 and the 980 difficulties beyond where they are now, anybody who's not at 950 is now behind again, and if they're a la carte, they're behind even more if every season is stacking on the last. Seasons being a la carte and the new damage structures for difficulty don't line up with this structure. They're trying to remove barriers, they're trying to make it easy for you and to keep players clustered together in power. Luke Smith actually says that in his Director's Cut Part 2. They want people to be close and level, close together, and a la carte seasons goes hand in hand with my prediction here. Seasons are now a way for people to kind of come back and enjoy content and maybe take a break and come back. They're meant to be kind of rhythmically engaged with. There's something happening every week and that becomes a significant barrier of entry if you're behind on leveling and then you got to jump through power surge bounties with trivializes leveling because it's like everybody grinding like crazy to get 950 last season or 960 and now you just do a couple of bounties and you're at 950. That was a band aid to fix a leveling problem that I don't think they're going to repeat. The slow burn to 960 actually feels awful if all you do is get these tiny little jumps and then there's a new power cut cap, cap jump. The 960 grind being slow as like a long-term carrot of, of trophy and prestige in the game makes way more sense if it spans multiple seasons. It really shows the dedication of the player. It really shows that you're hardcore as opposed to it being immediately upset and taken away from you. Like by the time you get to 960 next season, it's no longer a trophy. It's no longer a badge of honor. There's a new pick power level to go for it makes more sense as a long-term burn artifact reset means that those closer to 960 are already new they're ready for the new end game content they're already close to the end game deltas they have that advantage the closer they are to 960 and grinding the artifact is actually what we want i want you to think about what people are going to do as soon as the season lands many people are forgetting a lot of the value points that have been added to the game we have bounties everywhere. We have daily, weekly, repeatable bounties all over the game. Whether you go to the Crucible, you go to Shacks, you go to Ikora, you go to Eris, you go to the lectern table. There are bounties everywhere. Everywhere and I think that's what people are going to start to do. That's the mentality folks are going to take you're going to boot up You're going to fill your coffers with bounties You're going to go to high XP payout activities and you're going to grind like a traditional RPG instead of chasing Weekly limited milestones getting ticked about bad RNG and feeling like you get landlocked at a certain power structure because you just can't get over the hump I believe this is a better system for seasonal rank-ups with one, once a year doing the really, big, really, really big power jump that we just got with Shadowkeep and doing this every season, I think, is a superior system. And I base my prediction on a lot of the things we've seen in their language, their philosophy, their shifts and changes, as well as just the way the game seems to be set up right now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at sayno2rage.com. We're going to do Q&A next. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the pinnacle power grind. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at Rage.com. I'm probably live on Twitch if you want to come and take part in these sessions when they happen. Saynotorage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. Hit and like and subscribe is another easy way to support my YouTube channel. We're going to jump right into the questions. First question is from Rusty. I tend to have an OCD like desire to hit max level. Now, that's hard impossible with Pinnacles and the Artifact. Is it just me, or does it make sense for this to be annoying compared to previous seasons where leveling was finished after a few weeks? Well, there's a lot of things probably leading to your sense of. You're bothered by it, right? It's like restless restless leg syndrome. You know, you can't lay down and get still at night because your legs bother you. It's a similar thing. It's like, it's pesky. Every time you look at your character, you don't have that sense of completionism. You don't have that capstone. So I get where you're coming from, and I can give you an example of how I'm a bad completionist, but sometimes I become an obsessive completionist. Spider-Man on PS4, I literally did every single thing. I loved it. I went to every part of the map. I saw all the check marks. Oh, I wanted all the check marks. And when I got done, I went back and I did it all. The whole map. Everything. I did it all. I even did some of the goofy ones. Now, I think the only one I didn't do was, like, the picture-taking one. But I think that was a DLC. In any case, I get that. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, you do that, and then after about a week, you're like, I can't do it anymore. I'll never finish. Um, (laughs) you'll, You'll play the game for a lifetime if you do that in every single town and village. But... I get it. Like gamers are kind of, we like to check those boxes. We like to kind of be quote unquote done. I think that's why weekly ritual daily reset stuff works well. You, you check those boxes, you feel done. You go into Monday night feeling like, yep, I'm ready for tomorrow. I'm ready for reset. I will say that it's not a big deal, even though I sort of understand like where you're coming from. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's fine to say you're never truly done leveling. There is, you know, and, and the and the pinnacle grind is meant to be really, really long term. You're just slowly getting those pieces where you know to land where you need them. Um, and so I, I think it's fine. I don't think we need to. I don't think this is a reason to change it. While I do understand where you're coming from. Resident Recon, I rewatched Datto and Cactus's videos and they did say that they suspected that the pinnacle grind was supposed to be a multi-season grind and if that's true does that not kind of remind you of the Forever 29 debacle? No. No. Forever 29 was a different animal, okay? It was a similar, May- we could say it's a similar frustration but it was a different animal. Forever 29 there was only so many times you could run the raid, well no, it's one raid a week for that character. So your Titan needs boots, and you run the whole raid, and you don't get boots. Done. Gotta wait. Nothing else you can do. With the pinnacle grind, you're not as limited. You are limited, but there is a a significant number of pinnacles to do. Iron Banner comes around once a month. And so, there is bad RNG is gonna make you feel this which is one of the reasons why smart RNG might help, it might be a decent compliment to this system um, thank you this will be good live for 20 months but it might undercut it I don't know, I definitely think forever 21 you were way more landlocked cause you needed exactly the right piece to land you have to remember that once you hit, once you hit 51, then all the 52's drop, now you do get to the point where you absolutely can only bump up with boots. You need really, really good RNG. The difference is, is that there's way more pinnacle sources than just a raid. And Forever 29 was sort of encased in that launch of vanilla. This is meant to span multiple seasons. So, it... It is definitely a similar frustration, but I don't think it's as extreme as what Forever 29 felt like. I think it'll get to the point where you're like, for Pete's sakes, I just need... Did I say Forever 21? Forever 29? Whatever. It's... It's definitely very similar. It's definitely very similar, because it narrows on you. It just narrows on you. The the more narrow it gets, the more harder it is to roll over. Because you're like, I need a 20 I need a I need a 551. Five, I'm sorry, I need a nine five one to land on my boots, and I cannot get boots to drop. Um So No, I don't chop it forever twenty-one. But my wife my wife actually likes it in there. Uh I, do, I, just, I don't know how to square this because I think if you give a smart RNG, then it's just pure transaction of time. You do your pinnacles every week, you get some 5-1 drops, and then you do them next week and you get some 5-2 drops. Is that wrong? Part of me thinks that's fine since it's such, a, it's such a... Part of me thinks the teeny tiny bumps are a legitimizer of the smart RNG. It's such small bumps and such small jumps, it would probably be okay to say... Smart RNG is completely acceptable for pinnacle drops because you're getting such small bumps. As long as you're dutiful every week to do your pinnacles, you're just slowly filling those gaps every single week. That's the same Lono at the moment. One raid you can do once a week. The only difference is the Nightfall. And there's Iron Banner, but you could still not get the boots. And Iron Banner only. I'm sorry, uh. The nightfall only drops one pinnacle a week, right? It's just one. You can't keep running it, right? Iron Banner was was not supposed to be giving as many as it was. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a glitch. Apparently, the bounties were resetting or something, and they weren't supposed to be resetting. It was supposed to be more limited. Um, I I think I would agree once per character per nightfall. Okay. I think I would agree. That since it is so limited in how many of them that there are, and you're getting such small bums, I would argue for a very, very smart RNG system, you're never getting a duplicate. I think that's a fair pushback. It's still a long, long multi-week, gotta stay on top of it, gotta check those boxes every week, grind. It still would take forever, even with smart RNG. Gail. What is your opinion on champion mobs barrier overload in Shadowkeep? I think those are missed opportunities to add random attributes to champion mobs, like in Diablo. Think mini barons, oh, like they spread their ability to the other to the guys around them. I mean, I could see that. I could see there being like, because they already have the tether effect in the game, you know, like a, a servitor tethers and protects. This could be like a, a quick tether, and then all of a sudden they're all barrier and overload. The only I don't know if that's how they're viewing that as a pain point. I feel like it's viewed as a pain point of, like, here comes a really, really stout and strong enemy. Get out your XYZ weapon that has the correct rounds on it, whether it's unstoppable, overload, or anti-barrier. So I do think uh, whenever... I I think whenever you're looking at something like that and you're saying, okay, so how do we want to square this? How How do we want this to land? You have to ask yourself... How often should you have to engage with that pain point? And right now, I think champions are fine. I don't know if, if we need I don't know if we need a champion suddenly making all the guys around him overload or something like that. I like your idea. I would just be concerned about it being an overrealized pain point. Especially before they start doing this, I wanna I wanna back it up, Terry, and say, Well, hang on. The artifact mods need to be applicable to exotics. They need to be applicable to probably all primaries. You you need to make those quality of life changes first before you start spreading. You start expanding on the pain point, and I think more people are going to be like, now wait, we can't even put these stupid things on exotics. There's scouts and pulses we can't even put them on. Who knows what gets out next year? I'm sorry, next season. Who who knows what gets left out? If suddenly your hand cannon and your SMG get left out of the artifact mod pool, and we take your idea and there's more champion effect in the game, you know... I don't mean buffing other mods, but unique abilities. Like throwing laser traps, making... Oh... Yeah, maybe, but even still, if you if you take champions as an effect in the game and you increase the potential pain that's going to come from it, you've got to address some of the things I just laid out. I don't dislike your idea. I think there is a first order of business change that needs to happen before we start expanding on the presence of the champion stuff. And, you know... If Scouts and Pulses took the mods, you could just sit back and plink away with no risk? Maybe. A lot of the encounters, you can't do that because those guys push forward pretty strong. So you'd have to be smart about it. you have to use your Scout or your Pulse to stun them, and then you'd probably want to get closer to get better TTK on them or, or get them with your shotgun or whatever. I don't think... It would be as simple as that. I honestly don't think people would just sit back and plink away at an orange bar. Um, especially, I mean, anti-barrier maybe, but uh, disruption and unstoppable, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. They usually play pretty pretty strong. And in a lot of the encounters where they show up, you're too close range for pulses and scouts to even get footing. I'm not specifically concerned with scouts and pulses, I'm concerned with the idea that next season you could have weapons like SMGs, hand cannons that you've grown to love, that you grinded for this season, that are suddenly made irrelevant next season by not having an artifact mod, and then if you take Gale's idea and you expand upon it, and champions are a little bit stronger, have more utility, have more strength and more presence in the content, it's like, man oh man, I mean, you made them stronger, and I'm, I'm still not able to put them on exotics, I'm still not able to, you know, there's different things you can't, you can't put them on. Plus, I think it simplifies the mod system anyway. It frees up artifact slots. So like just today, we said they're taking up an awful lot of artifact slots and just saying, hey, there's three artifact mods and you can put them on any primary. Like that's way simpler of a system. Journos 32. I know the pinnacle gear grind is heavy, but what do you think about the artifact grind? I am right now uh, season level 194 and level 19 on the artifact and 270 hours in shadow keep. The grind is way too heavy in my eyes. You've played 270 hours. I don't know if you can commentate on the grind being too heavy. Um, you have played more than me. You've doubled your season past, past me. Your artifacts st- higher than me. I'm a streamer. I play every day. Um, I don't know if you're in a position to commentate on the grind being too heavy. We're three weeks in and you've blown past all of it. I, I, and You would need to qualify what you mean as heavy. You, you've you, none of this has slowed you down. Um, none of this has slowed you down at all. I don't even I, That's you are an absolute outlier. Uh, Hawk and Rain, do you think the new nightmare for today could be Oryx? I don't know if we're getting a new nightmare today. I mean, you can't get the, you cannot get the SMG essence from a nightmare yet. We don't know if that's going to be rectified or not. All of the other weapons can be gotten from an, an a nightmare. So I'm very very interested in how they decide to do it. It's for your protection. How do you fix the artifact grind? Right now it's terribly slow, especially if you aren't grabbing every bounty and playing with a full fire team to get the bonuses. The artifact grind is fine. It's literally bonus power. I barely ever grab I barely ever grab bounties. Um i don't i don't really grab them i'm not really dutiful about it and my artifact is um i don't know that's 12 hours per day yeah my artifact is plus 13 i just i don't know it's it's literally bonus power for playing i don't think it's terribly slow at all grab your bounties pay attention to what you're doing and it's just extra power for playing it's totally fine okay shy If they went with this approach and they no longer had his power level, do you think they would still make us earn the artifact on the season pass, or give it to us right away because the power grind is no longer there? This is a really good question. I don't know what their plan is. I don't know if they're going to literally take it away and make you re-earn it, or if they're just going to basically reset it and say that it's changed or something. Um, If something happens with the Vex and you're, you know they make a remark about it I don't know I honestly don't know how they're going to do it I could see them give I, I could honestly see them giving it to us just right away just boom, here you go or segment it because you got to grind the you know season pass a little bit before getting it back I don't know Hawk and Rain double dipping today uh, what is the armor score uh, is so low what is the armor I think you mean to say why why is the armor score is so low maybe with I don't know what you phrase this really strangely 60 being high-end currently it's going to move up as our power moves up throughout the year no that's not correct that's not how it works stats are not related to the power of the item Um, you you, the, the power the stats on the item doesn't change when you infuse it the only time the stats on the item change is if you add a mod discipline strength or intellect that adds 10 to those stats or resilience recovery and uh, mobility so those those six can add 10 to that specific stat bar and when you take it all the way to level 10 armor 2.0 leveled up to level 10 you get plus 2 on every stat bar so there is no like raising the inf like infusing something up that doesn't affect the stats because the stats are their own ecosystem whether a piece of gear is 750 or 950 the stats are their own ecosystem with a max of 100 uh, being possible on a given on a given you know particular stat whether it's intellect discipline or strength sci Fireman. if the prestige of 960 uh undermine the game displaying power that includes the season of o is the prestige of 960 undermined by the game displaying power that includes a seasonal artifact? Is there a better way to recognize 950 plus players without inspecting their character? I mean, I can't see their power level anymore anyway. When we're walking around the tower, I have to inspect them. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I mean, if you're in orbit with them, sure, you can look at their. Oh, look, oh, oh, that guy's 963. If uh, in general, if you're wanting to show off, right? If you're if you're wanting to show off what you have then tell people to inspect you, post a picture on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Like, in general, that's what people are going to do. The only time they don't need to inspect you, and when this is a problem, is when they look at your, your you're in orbit with them. So. Levitate Green. Well, yeah. Let me go back. I could see I could see Bungie breaking it out. I could see Bungie breaking it out, and putting... 963 and then down here that should be always visible maybe I don't know I don't think it's that big of a deal if somebody's actually wanting to show off the fact that they have 960 gear you can inspect them and see their gear um maybe you could elect in the settings somewhere to put your gear score on your your banner so mine would say 963 and underneath it would say 950 maybe you could elect to turn that on as a feature um yeah, you only saw a character level. That's two sh- true snozzberries. We never saw that when we were out and about. It was just character level. Levitate Green. Do you think that there could be a bonus XP situation in regards to the artifact for those that hit power cap in the season? So, the new season starts and the player will get like a double XP on their artifact for a certain amount of time. Um, I think the dilemma with what you're saying is you're not really considering who it would apply to. You're basically saying people who play the game the most should get an XP booster at the beginning of the season. They're the least likely to need it. I mean, if they're playing the most and they're hitting caps and they're and they're, they're getting everything checked off for that season, I think the last thing you want to do is expedite those first couple of weeks. Like, it, there's no reason for that. You know, hey, you play a lot. Let's make everything go faster for you at the beginning of the season. And essentially, in some respects, short change what they get from the the dlc or the value or whatever they purchased i i i like where your head's at you're like oh that'd be a nice a bit you know nice little boost that'd be a nice little hey good job buddy um this is what i thought i thought in season of dawn 950 you know how right now you hit 900 and these milestones show up I think in Season of Dawn, anybody at 950, or if you hit 950 in Season of Dawn, new pinnacles show up. They start converting some of your powerful, some of your milestones to pinnacles, just because it's like, eh, we're in Season 2 out of the four seasons, and we're going to throw you two more pinnacles, because now you're 950, because right now you hit 900 and the game kind of changes next season hey if you're 950 the game you, I'm sorry you hit 900 and the game kind of changes next season you hit 950 the game kind of changes season in the spring same thing anybody at or hits 950 you suddenly start seeing one or two more pinnacles and so by the time we get into the summer truth be told by the time you get into the summer of 2020. Everything that used to be a powerful maybe should be acclimated into a pinnacle drop. Because at that point, that's literally the only thing that matters to you is hitting 960. And if everything has been converted to a pinnacle, then that kind of rounds everybody out together. It kind of, it's a great equalizer. People may have gotten there earlier and now you're just catching up because they're giving you an an overwhelming amount of pinnacles. Well, you, you cheapen what people work for. Not necessarily, you got it months ago, you know. I think that would be a decent change XP bonuses you got the right spirit I think it needs to be applied maybe in a different way I was trying to think of a way to reward the hardcore players to get back up to higher power quicker uh, since they did the grind right they kind of don't need that like if anybody's close to 960 they're already ahead in the grind for delta of like a nightmare hunt or a nightfall or something if they're wanting to run 980 they're already ahead because they have the bonus on the gear score so, um, maybe they could say that maybe they could say anybody who has cracked nine five one, we're going to give you the artifact right away or something to motivate people to really engage with the content near the end of the season. Everybody else, you're going to need to get to like level three on your season pass. Just a little head nod. Some, maybe, maybe something, you know, I I understand where you're coming from the foxtrot if you are correct that the cap won't be raised in the next season could you see them raising it to maybe 970 the following season depending on how many people hit 960 by the end of next season not that high of an increase maybe only a pinnacle increase i just really don't see what the point of that would be i really don't the number of people that are going to hit 960 this is something you have to remember in this equation I think the number of people that are going to hit 960, even by the end of the spring season, they are going to be an absolute tiny, tiny minority in the community. I mean, tiny. A lot of hardcore players don't even give a crap about it. They're just like, I don't need it. I'm 950 something and I got the artifact. Like even within the hardcore grinding community the hardcore players even within that community there's people that are like I don't care about that it's just too slow so the number of people that are even going to hit 960 at a reasonable clip so maybe they end the winter season and they're going into spring and they're like I only need a couple of pieces and I'm going to hit 960 I mean there's going to be so few people so I know what somebody would say well, once they hit 960, you're creating another carrot for them. I don't think we need to legislate or create any content for uh, you know, a couple thousand people. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. I do, I do not think you are going to see a large swath of people doing this. And that is on purpose. It is by design. It is meant to be a rarity. They will be unicorns in the tower. They will be Sasquatch. It will be like, oh my gosh, that guy's actually 960. Can you believe it? we're in the middle of the spring season and that's the first 960 gear score person i have seen maybe by then Bungie can implement something again to put on your title or your your, your um your your emblem or something put a gear score on your emblem uh lord xss uh xsc sorry um if you're right and power level doesn't increase, do you feel it's going to hurt engagement if we don't have a power level chase? The loot pool, in my opinion, is too shallow to only chase gear. I'm always going to push back on this a little bit. Because I think most people that seem uh, like worried about this are um, they are probably close to or hovering around 950 anyway. So I I don't know how long that value point lasts for the people that argue for it. I I now I will agree with you, quantity and loot pool depth is a concern, but I don't pair that concern with leveling. I I didn't even try to hit 950 and I did. It is silly. They have completely made leveling an absolute just speed demon race joke. It is a joke. It is so easy to hit 950. So, if this is a concern that you have, I feel like you've got to be hovering or landing on 950 relatively soon every season, or I'm sorry, this season. So, what I pressed upon the guy this morning that said, Oh, if they don't give us a power bump next season on our gear, then I'm not even going to play. And I kind of asked him, I was like, So, when you hit 950 this season, are you basically done? Like, is that all you enjoy doing? you don't want to go for god rolls at the lectern you don't want to go into vex offensive and go for god rolls you don't want to run the raid you don't want to run the dungeon you don't go for exotic quests like you're not doing iron banner you're not doing the free events like you're not worried about any of those things I to me I just think we're we're really really overstating the value of a power climb that I'm going to try to keep coming back to this because I think this is really important After Forsaken, the annual pass, had a single one-string banjo, very consistent complaint. Leveling and accessibility, kind of wrapped into one ball of wax. Leveling and accessibility were the single highest, I think, complained about things in the annual pass. Like, I'm telling you, Black Armory all the way to Opulence... People were like, this sucks. This is dumb. I can't catch up. I'm behind. To the point that Bungie creates a new concept, Surge Bounties, and then a Surge Quest. I think the lion's share of the community doesn't want what you're asking for. Why? I want you to imagine, let's say, a significant portion of the community, the majority, let's say the majority of the community gets to the 940s, 930s, and then Season of Dawn lands, and everything shifts out of their reach. Well, 950 is not the gear cap anymore. It's now 1000 and all of the deltas and all of the damage structures and difficulty settings on nightmare hunts and nightfalls have all been shifted up accordingly. They're like, oh my gosh, it's like chutes and ladders. I got to the end of the board and you sh- you sent me right back down to the bottom. I don't want to do this again. Are you kidding me? I just got to 940 i think the lion's share of the player base is exactly what i just described they're going to be within reach of 950 near the end of the season and you're going to yank that right out of their grasp if you do another gear power bump which requires delta power bumps on difficulty settings which undercuts anybody who went for 960 anyway 955 9 whatever the people get and then you bump it to a thousand or whatever the frick like it just it, all, all signs point to that not being a value point and it not even being worth doing it just isn't worth them doing it, it really isn't Kill Bill with 18 months think about it like this if I'm right and the lion share of the community fell behind every time in the annual pass, which is why they had to do surge bounties in a surge quest if I'm right and the lion share of the community ends up falling behind. So level bumps every season isn't a value point for them. Let's ignore them for a minute. Let's look at like the top 25% who maybe argue that it is a value point. I don't think it's even a value point for those people because you're done with it in a couple of weeks. Like, it, you're. I just don't think we're looking at this with our eyes open. It's not a value point for the casuals who end up just falling behind, and it's not really a value point for the hardcore players that hit max level in a couple of weeks. Like, it just, who's who's gaining from this? Well, well, I like it. It's a great kickoff to the season, I guess. Like, you like grinding level for a couple of weeks and then hitting max level? Like, I don't know. If you like grinding levels, then grab your XP, grab your bounties, grab your ghost shells, grab your buddies, and get to work, and level up that season pass and that artifact. Get to work, you know? I really don't think I really don't think it's what everybody thinks it is. I don't think power bump is this massive value point. It is a value point. Completion is a good feeling. Not everything should be infinite grinds, because that feels empty. But you just kind of disagreed with yourself. Infinite grind is exactly the experience people had in the last annual pass. Because every single time they dropped a new season pass bump and a new power bump, you made them basically chase another carrot. It was an infinite grind you're saying completion is good, but then you're also saying that every season we should undercut that completion with a new power bump that lasts for two weeks for a hardcore player. Maybe three of a 12-week season. You're not even getting a month of value out of the power grind. It's only a great kickoff for large drops. With drip-fed smaller releases, it just uh, ticks me off. Yeah. Yeah i don't think it works i really don't i think the more i think more and more people are going to come over to my side the more i use that line of reasoning i think you're really going to see that the 70 percent of the community that always fell behind hated it because it always made them feel like well i was just about to hit 950 and now that now everything shifted out of my reach and then the people that do hit 950 and really want it they interact with it for a couple of weeks and then it's not a value point anymore because you hit max level so fast <clears throat> uh, Mikkel, uh Mikkel v. Dongan. do you think they might give us new power grind when they give us new raid in let's say March and do you think the power grind before a raid adds purpose um no I number one getting a raid in March I, I still think unlikely I do. Iron skeptic with 9 months, thank you. I think it's unlikely, but if we do get one, contest modifier means that you don't really have to even worry about that. Do, like, do we do we really need to make that raid prep? Like let's just let's just put, press the pause button for one moment. And Let's just analyze the tapes, right? Let's just analyze the tapes. Let's pause the button and say, "All right, is is this the way that we should be raid prepping, stacking bounties, say, doing this, doing that, playing disproportionate amounts of hours, chasing, chasing this, chasing that, and, and guess what? Guess what happened? All interested teams were on an even field. Like, what? <laughs> we were we were all even because of contest modifier. I just, I think what they should say is, here's your raid in March power level and the delta is going to treat you like you're 970 the whole time and if you play an average of 6 hours a day, 6-8 hours a day, you will stack your bounties everything else, you'll level up your artifact enough to be within delta of contest modifier, enjoy the new content, everybody plays everybody levels, everybody moves the artifact everybody goes into the raid, it's an even race and then that's it i just man oh man i just do not think the the expression of grind has ever really been that great when you're like just doing milestones like how many people in the past that were hardcore and were doing raid prep how many of them looked for every shortcut angle exploit they could find how many i'm not throwing any shade i'm friends with grenader jake and he was one of the he was one of the the meanest and the most ruthless the one season with his iron banner bounties right is that a good grind is is it good is it good for people to go in you know over delta no so contest modifier comes in and completely removes the need for any of that you know it just isn't Why why do we need to do all that just trivializes the content listen we've been saying that for a while every time new content drops and there's a raid we trivialize the new content and just absolutely blitz through it to get ready for the raid imagine a dlc lands a season lands and they're like you don't gotta do any of that the raid lands on saturday contest modifier will be on if you play through this week at a very mediocre pace you'll be at the delta of contest you'll be able to enter the race and have a good time you don't need to play like an insane person there is no harm in that there just isn't raid prep doesn't need to be you know like a bunch of addicts like on stream like gotta put in more hours gotta put in more hours I absolutely loved the, the leveling this season I had people coming into my stream, they're like, so-and-so is just, so, oh, it's just in I J, I can't believe it. And I was like, okay, I was like the tortoise. I was like, alright, cool, cool, and I caught up to everybody. <laughs> Anybody that we were, like, going nuts over, I got really, really close to a lot of those people. Just kind of taking my time and playing, you know? I didn't I didn't I didn't go into Crucible but once, one setting, one afternoon. I didn't go into Gambit but once and that was terrible. I didn't obsess about any of that. It was awesome. I think Detta would disagree. He says that the raid grind is part of the fun. Everybody can have different preferences, okay? I'm not saying there would be no raid grind. I'm saying saving bounties, stacking, looking for exploits, playing for sixteen hours a day. That's the extreme that isn't needed anymore. It just isn't needed anymore. With Contest Modifier, we don't need to do that. It removes the need to play and prepare that way. I just, why wouldn't, how about preparation being like, let's look at the artifact, let's look at the mods, let's come up with team synergies and team builds and practice really hard content and try and come up with team synergy and different really, really strong builds, you know? Datto also openly says he hates raid races because they stress him out. Yeah, i don't I, I i don't i like day one raid but I also don't like day one raid because it's like yay we're so excited and then everyone's like oh this team's ahead bye we're only gonna come back to let you know y'all, this stream over here beat what you're working on i freaking hate it it isn't fun at all <laughs> it's fun but it's also really not fun because like that it's just not it, it, yeah i'm not a big fan of it either but i do it because i love solving it day one so this time we just laughed our way through it and had fun with it it's terrible for viewership, and it's frustrating as a broadcaster. <laughs> it's like it's not; it just isn't good. I don't like it. Having Joe working nine to five shouldn't be screwed out of the raid because he wants to spend time with his family throughout the week instead of playing Destiny every waking second. Uh, he isn't at work. It, raid races aren't designed for him, though, Mister Radio Voice. We have to be careful, right? We have to be care. We have to be really, really careful. Um, it it isn't... It, it, raid, raid races are not designed for Average Joe. I, we, I'm we, i not trying to fall into another ditch where Average Joe puts his kids to bed and plays an hour a night and he's raid ready in 4 or 5 days. That's another ditch. There's a ditch of... Remember, remember us preparing for Last Wish? 13 to 16 hour days, terrible RNG, everyone was underleveled. Probably the absolute worst raid prep and raid launch in the history of raids. It was awful. Okay. That's a ditch that we don't ever fall in again. Okay. Ever since then, they've had a different approach. I think they generally agree that it wasn't a very good approach. Another ditch to fall into is average Joe who plays an hour a night is powerful enough to go into the raid in four days. Like those are two extremes we want to avoid. I I don't think that's the appropriate way. I think if you play six to eight hours a day, From the launch of the new DLC that should be sufficient to get within the delta and it was this last time I only burnt one day late one maybe two I might have burnt two late days and even then I stopped I was like I'm good I'm within the delta of contest and I shut the stream down you know I played three to four hours a night leading up to the raid, and I beat it on Monday. Right, like, I mean, it, yeah, because contest modifier was off, and it was, it, was way, it was way easier. But, but to be fair, yeah, you, you didn't have to play that much. You had to play significantly less. You guys are playing three to four. I'm saying six to eight, so maybe I'm going too high, you know? Dave, uh, Dave Amol. What will happen with powerful drops across the seasons now that Pinnacle is supposed to be the end goal? We don't know. As I just said, Maybe, like, this season you hit 900 and a bunch of milestones unlocked. Next season, when you hit 950, maybe more pinnacles unlocked. And you just do that every season. Winter, spring, and then summer, they're always adding a couple more pinnacles to make it a little bit easier to climb each season. Uh... Mummer95. With Titans and Warlocks having the ability without any exotic help to one shot somebody in Crucible, and Hunters not having the ability even with exotics, do you think Bungie will ever make a change? No, because because garden variety shootouts, Hunters have the best utility in the game. They can dodge. There, you're you will you're never going to you're never going to get this fair trade system where every every single person needs to have a one-hit kill ability. If that's the case, then both titans and warlocks need a dodge ability cuz that's unfair too. Like every every shootout you get in as a hunter, you can leave the lane like that. And if you're aware and rhythms are good, you're going to avoid a lot of death. It is a really really strong utility. It is completely understated as a utility. Um one hit kill being on titans and warlocks are because they don't have that lane utility and they're pushing and having to use that in an aggressive way which comes with its own risk um warlocks have walls titans have rifts if you think the animation of a wall or a rift is fast enough to pull you out of the fire the way dodging does you've not played all three classes if you think that warlocks making their rift and a titan making their wall you will die if you try to do that when you're on death's doorstep if you dodge even sometimes then you get snagged and die dodging is incredibly incredibly quick i mean it is an ama- it is a really really good utility i think it gets understated this is why you can't go you this is why you can't go this route if you go this route and you say everybody deserves a one hit kill then everybody deserves a lane dodge you see what I'm saying? It just starts to break down. Like there's a reason the classes are different. The classes have different abilities. I think there are bigger fish to fry than one hit kills in the crucible because I would wager to say, after a crucible match is done, unless you're playing in a very crazy, you know, lobby where everybody's shoulder charging and doing one hand supernova or handheld supernova, um, I think in general most of the kills are coming from guns or supers. They're not coming from Shoulder charge and Nova, the handheld supernovas. Number one, because once they use it, I mean I guess if they run fort Skull fort shoulder charge is a little crazy. I use it and it always feels silly when I'm using it, but I, I, I honestly don't know. Um I I don't I am not crucible balance guru. I just know that you can't go down this lane of logic because you start to erode the idea of having different classes. Because different classes have different abilities shoulder charge is good for a handful of things movement uh, speed it's good the tracking on its insane dodging is amazing it's a great utility uh, warlocks have really really I think that I don't know about their melee lunge. it was crazy in D1 it but it's probably you uni- I think it they unified that in D2 um, I don't know I just I am NOT the I'm not the balance guru but this is I don't think this is a path you can go down and be consistent septic uh prime do we need a destiny 3 at any point or do we continue major updates to destiny 2 you're going to run out of space in destiny 2 you're going to run out of relevancy you're going to run out of uh that next gen feeling that will be needed i believe that destiny 3 will land 2021 2021 they'll round this game out uh, on this and the new consoles 2020 into 2021 2021 you launch Destiny 3 and then in the su- and then the, like the holiday season uh, you can bundle with the new consoles get the Xbox Scarlet or the PS5 bundled with Destiny 3 uh, and that's when they start discounting the new consoles so that's a year into the console cycle they can be discounted then 2022 you jettison the old consoles with DLC this is complete speculation but that's what I think they're gonna do um 2021, if the title launches, you can play it everywhere. You can play Xbox One, PS4, and the new consoles. It's going to look way better and run way better on the new consoles. It drops 2021. 2022, you drop a DLC that leaves behind the old consoles. That's three years from now. That's a ridiculous life cycle for Xbox One and PS4. That's super long. Tenth Dimension. Is it worth the wait for 960 to turn... In all Iron Banner bounties, or does it not matter? Doesn't I don't actually have advice for you on that. I don't know. I didn't do it. Uh, Max, well, Maxwell Titan. What is the best thing to grind for for getting better gear? I mean, this is really generic. I don't know what you're wanting to grind. Ikora has really in, intentional gun grinds. The Lectern Rune Table next to Aeris has really intentional gun grinds. If you didn't do anything for Black Armory, Ada has some really great guns this is a really generic question stormcaller if there was a way to dull down the pinnacle grind do you think it would make the game dull after a certain point or do you think it will provide more intentional grind i don't know what you mean by dull down the pinnacle grind i mean are are you trying to say like make the pinnacle grind easier i don't know what you mean stormcaller um would it make the game dull after a certain period Listen, if every game... Okay, we have to make a clear point here. Every single game has a threshold of interest, okay? Your milk has an expiration date on it. It's going to spoil after a while, and you got to buy more milk, okay? Games are the same way. You hit a certain point with a game, and you're like, I'm bored, I'm going to put it down for a bit and wait for the new content, okay? If the only thing you're playing Destiny for is the pinnacle grind, you, you have to admit a few things. Number one, you have to admit you have really narrowed the way that the game can be satisfying. You're not chasing god rolls. You're not chasing stats. Uh, you're chasing a number on a piece of armor. Odds of getting it are low. You know, all that. No, the vid doc did not show Destiny 2 having a seven-year life cycle. People are projecting that. It did not say that. There was a dry erase board that confirmed we're going for for, for five more years. It did not explicitly say anything about those years all being in Destiny 2. If you think, okay, five years from now, if you think 2024, I'm booting up Destiny 2 in this director, I think you're crazy. 2024, 2023, on the new consoles, you think I'm booting this game up? i think you're nuts if you think that there's just no way there is no way it's outdated tech it's outdated engine they're gonna run out of room in the game like they have technical restrictions now in year one of those five years they have technical restrictions that are requiring them to add and remove content there is no way we're making it five years there's just no way Southpaw. What is the most effective way to acquire pinnacle gear? Do pinnacle activities. Uh, W Brooks. For someone who doesn't raid all that much, is it possible for me to still feel caught up in power with those who do? Or am I shortchanging myself? You don't need to run raids at all, homie. There'll be plenty of people in chat that are going to chime in and testify that are are well within 950 or close to it or at it that haven't touched the raid. Just wait. They're going to type it any second. Uh, Lil beeves do you think Bungie will allow armor ornaments or just regular legendary gear having more than just eververse uh be armor ornaments um i don't know if they're ever going to do that yeah there's a 961 no raid 951 no raid yeah see it there they're there i knew they were here i knew they were here there's all the people that haven't touched a raid that all have very very good power levels um I don't know if they're going to do this and I'm never going to fight for this because I would much rather them say, hey, Escalation Protocol has been retooled and is awesome. Leviathan's been retooled and is awesome. Guns are dropping random rolls. The armor's got new armor, you know, mod slots. Grind for all of it, you know. I, I would rather that stuff be maintained its relevancy, its potential relevancy, than to have it all gutted and turned into ornaments. Stormcrow uh what do you think the reason is that they made it auto rifle smg and hand cannon only for mods it would have made so much more sense to have general purpose mod for all guns no idea dude like i don't work there i don't understand it um i i honestly feel like they threw in smgs on the auto rifle one because they wanted to give recluse one last one last hurrah (laughs) you know they want to give recluse one last hurrah it's like oh we made those for auto rifles Yeah, go ahead and throw in SMGs. Go ahead and do that. (laughs) Like, well, why aren't scouts on the ones for hand cannons? Why aren't pulse rifles on the one for the bow? Like, why don't double up on all of them? I think SMGs got thrown in. Sasquatch. Like the annual pass for Forsaken was an extension of the endgame, do you think that will be Uungi's mentality for the following seasons and we'll see more pinnacle rewards over tier rewards? This is good thinking. I, I, I'm tracking with you. After we got past Forsaken, the annual pass was an extension of the endgame. If that philosophical idea still exists, then yes, that lines up with what I said a moment ago where, oh, in the next season, there'll be more pinnacles to chase if you're 950. And then each season adds a couple more. I, I think you might be onto something. Um... Yama Mama, I feel the armor 2.0 and mods from the artifact have been a success and greatly promote builds. Do you think subclasses should be looked at again and reworked to have more diversity in the future? Uh, more on exotic armor pieces adding is the only way to play. For example, Striker Titan at face value, both the top and bottom trees, Slam and Middle Tree as a missile, should they rework the original two? I mean, I don't know. I don't get super deep into the weeds here because I think changing subclasses and depth on subclasses is just well outside the purview of what they're looking at. They wanted to give us a depth on the armor grind and they want to give us depth next on the gun grind. Like, uh, subclasses are somewhat static and set. Gear, I think they have more freedom with gear. And, truth be told... The amount of work it takes to create freedom within something that becomes somewhat static i mean even in d1 everybody's like oh but d1 we had so much more choice i mean even in d1 if you had like a venn diagram of how many builds clustered around the middle and were very similar to each other there probably wasn't a whole lot of difference between most titan builds on void in pve content same with self-res warlocks and everything else there was I don't think there was probably a massive difference between my solar warlock and yours in PVE we were probably within a perk or two of each other I just think it was a lot of illusion of freedom if they're gonna gonna do anything with subclasses I would think they would add mods to the artifact that do things to individual subclasses or abilities as a way to experiment and then that could inform what they want to maybe do with the next game I think we're so far in the life cycle of Destiny 2, reworks and restructures of subclasses is incredibly unlikely. It just doesn't seem like it's within what they're trying to build. They're trying to build scalable loot investment first, and then they would probably have a whole new approach maybe to subclass depth and freedom for the next game. They're trying to come up with, from what I can tell, they're trying to come up with investment systems that are scalable, that can be replicated and then used in the next game. It's kind of like what Division did with the 1.8 patch, right? They did all this testing and all these changes in Division 1, and then in comes Division 2, which was heavily influenced by everything they learned and implemented in 1.8. Now, we can talk about Division 2 and how not that great that it was and how they seemed to overlook an awful lot of things, but I will say they, you know... They, they in principle it's a good idea and I think they're doing something very similar with Destiny 2 um Hazard Gaming 23 the pinnacle grind is also painful because of the bad RNG of raid drops I've gotten a bow six times in a row oh my gosh rest in peppers um, I have friends only getting boots for every drop except for the final boss um let us run raids more than three times and this is this problem is solved pinnacle should just have smart RNG Two solutions that I think would ease a lot of this pain, but wouldn't trivialize grind. Smart RNG on pinnacles is fine. There's so few of them, and the jumps are teeny tiny. They're plus ones, okay? Smart RNG on pinnacle drops, I think is totally fine. It should always trend away from five ones that you already have. And just let us run the raid more than three times. I just, you know... Yeah, there is no raid heavy. Yeah, well... Yeah, I think, I feel like they gave us two exotics this season and one's like not in the raid, but like it's kind of meant to be, I don't know, the, the rocket launcher, you know, and then they put the divinity in there. I feel like the Divinity is basically a heavy weapon, the way that it functions. I know you yourself don't get a ton of damage out of it, but what the utility that it brings, it's actually kind of leaving its lane. It's it's really, really nice. And then, yeah, we got Leviathan's Breath and we got the rocket launcher. I am disappointed, though, that there wasn't a raid ro- a grenade launcher or a rocket launcher. It would have been a really, really good time to drop a legendary rocket launcher in the raid and to buff rocket launchers. It would have been a really, really good time to do that. That is a bit of a, a vacancy, and I agree. A machine gun, eh, we had the ritual machine gun. Machine guns kind of suck anyway. Grenade launchers are freaking everywhere. You can get the God Roll grenade launcher from the lectern if you're crazy enough to go for it. And a rocket launcher alongside of a rocket launcher buff would have been a really, really good choice for the raid. Light leap. I'm a little worried about the motivation of the pinnacle content. 980s with the right strat already go by quick you do them for exotic rolls and ascendant shards to make builds to make this content even easier but for what do they think that they should add some kind of reward pool it seems unnecessary to grind you're just getting to the end of the rope and wondering why it's why there's an end that's just the way that it goes you're just getting to the end of the rope Like you can't, there isn't, there is not always something behind door number 99 that you're, you're eventually going to get capped out and have a really, really great build and have all the right stats, right? And while you're grinding for those stats or while you're grinding for those God roll exotics, you making them easier by capstoning your builds and getting really, really good, you know, synergies and stuff like that. I think that's totally fine. There's not always some other place to go with your capstone gear, every game hits that wall. That's not a flaw in game design. That's you exhausting the end game. That's an actual thing that happens. You're just like, well, I played like crazy, I got all my great rolls and stats, I got enough ascendant shards, I took all my armor up to 10, and then pivot to another character. If you do that on every character, I have a feeling you're going to be really, really close to the end of the season when that happens. I don't, I don't think, number one, I don't think it's normative for somebody to get there quickly. Number two, the people that get there are also not normative. Number three, getting there on every character, I, I just, I don't think that's happening for most people. And when it does, it's probably time for you to take a break and go outside. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's time to, to take a breather and wait for next season. I, I, think, I think it's a really, really small slice of people that are getting to that exhausted level of the content. Stormcrow. And guys, when reset happens in eight minutes, we're going to check out the nightmare hunts. Uh, if there's anybody stacked and ready to go on a nightmare hunt that has been running with me uh, feel free to join me in orbit we want those we want those supreme mods we want to be stacked and ready to go I want to check out the new difficulty and check out maybe there's a new one we're not sure we're gonna we're gonna end qA and we're gonna do that in a moment resets happening in like eight minutes if you've been here and have enjoyed this interactive podcast style of stream remember to click the follow button so you don't miss these streams that's a free way to help me out uh, we got a resub from demon. Three months, that's a blue badge, thank you. Um, we are not running QA endlessly anymore. We have been shopping it. I don't just keep going through the questions. Even right now we're nearing question thirty. Uh Tin Man BT. Have they mentioned whether power levels gained from this season artifact will remain or will the perks they've mentioned this already, yes. The the perks are changing and the power that you gain is all resetting. The whole artifact resets every season. Hazard gaming do you believe bad RNG is a major issue or pain point for getting 960 I have had friends only get boots and shotguns for every drop in the raid for 2 weeks I feel like you're friends with the other guy um, yeah we already addressed this smart RNG on pinnacles so I'm here did you want to stack warlocks again yeah let's do it yeah Vreek you can come in because you already kind of know the way I like running um, and you, I know you have the supreme mods if you want to join me now that's fine because we'll be ready to go as soon as the reset hits JD Gamer, hey, Lona, when it comes to comp, do you think Bungie could fix it by letting people reset their comp once they're at the end of Legend? I thought you could do that already. I don't know what you mean. I, it, I, the comp grind is an unbelievably better. Universally praised across the board by virtually everybody that talks about it. But you can't reset it is what you're saying. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I don't have a strong opinion on this. No, you cannot reset it. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah we'll get to the bow, we'll get to the bow, but I'm more interested in nightmare hunts. Um, sir dance a lot. do you think the armor grind is going to replace the power grind since barely anyone has God roll armor? I feel like that's supposed to be how we're motivated is like can I get God roll stats? Can I get God roll guns you know blah 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 you know I I, I, I think that it's that's where we're supposed to be leaning. Power chase is so superfluous. Like, what the power you chase in past seasons, what's that doing for you now? It's not a god roll, you know? Alright, we'll have we'll have Spizzle and Vreek, because they ran with me yesterday. That's the team I want to take in. They ran with me yesterday. So we'll just run with Spizzle and Vreek on the first nightmare hunt at the hardest difficulty. Um Johnny always. Should the raid have a heavy so raiders get a pinnacle power solely through the raid? Um can hit pinnacle power solely through the raid oh that's a good question you know you know what I'm saying man I just think the pinnacle grind is restrictive on purpose we're getting down into real real specifics I don't think you should be able to hit pinnacle 960 just from the raid I, I don't think so I don't uh, little book do you think if they change the drops in the old raids to be pinnacle drops it would breathe new life into the raids or make them pinnacle power grind too easy i could see them doing that later but again i like the idea of really really refreshing the content that feels like that feels like cheating i want the actual guns and stuff to get rejuvenated too not just oh there's pinnacles back here you know seraph with a brand new prime sub enjoy your dope badge and emotes enjoy ad free viewing on my channel guys if you have a twitch prime sub you can use it here and get ad free viewing when you're here they did take away ad free viewing for prime users but I give ad-free viewing to subs as a way to kind of give it back to you if I uh, if I can. Uh, it's Giga says, do you think Unbroken will lose its infamy now? that competitive is a lot easier. I guess. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Lord, I agree. Power level grind is horrible. It devalues power seasonally. Do you think a COD-like prestige leveling would be a better for the hardcore casual? I said it'd be really cool if we could reset that season pass and then have maybe have emblems attached to that. Wouldn't that be neat? Like, there could be really, really cool emblems that you only get by resetting the season pass multiple times, you know, and there could be an emblem each time you do it Um, there could be something there, you know, like you're saying like a prestige thing, I think that could be really, really cool Um, next question this will probably be, oh, there's only two left, we're actually going to get through all the questions, first time in the stream, thanks for all the constructive content, I really like the idea of weapon perk ranks, Uh, how does that scale long running seasonal content, how does the grind turn from running the one gun in each activity, maybe maybe I think one thing they could have done this, um, they could have done, they could have done something this season. And that is this all year three weapons should have an artifact mod slot. So I should be able to run dragonfly spec on this pulse and an artifact mod. I know you can't run artifact mods on pulses. So let's use a better example. Anti-barrier should have its own slot on a year three gun. So I can run anti-barrier and minor spec. That's a soft nudge for me to use the new weapons. It's a marginal benefit. Marginal. You want to run your Recluse? You want to run your Midnight Coup? You want to run your Ostringer? Go for it. But you can't. You, you have to run Anti-Barrier by itself because it's, it's not a year three weapon. Sonic, what's your opinion on the current state of sidearms? I feel like Bungie has essentially forgotten that the weapon type exists. They made them for PvP. I don't care for them. They don't feel necessary in PvE. I wouldn't care if they disappeared. I, I know people love them in PvP and they're saucy, but I don't know. I feel like... They're in the same vein as shotguns. They're either frustrating everybody, or they're worthless. It's so hard to find a middle ground. I feel like shotguns have traditionally been that way. Shotguns are either frustrating everybody, or it's like a melee. You know what I mean? So... I'm gonna I'm gonna chop Q&A there but I do see a couple more questions I'll, I'll go ahead and address but I'm gonna chop that there so we have time to get ready for the nightmare hunt don't go anywhere we're not shutting the stream down but if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Play Spotify or watching on YouTube you could probably catch me live right now at say no rage.com you can come in and take part of these as always please like share and subscribe